Okay, welcome back to Potty Talk, the podcast, the podcast where we, where talk we ourselves. should talk ourselves. I'm Jack. And I am Tor, and we have Beverly Chang here today, and we are so excited. We are going to be chatting all things fitness. I mean, you are running like five businesses. Like, I need to know everything. This is like a crazy life you are leading, and I want to start with chatting about your cover, because you are currently on the cover of Strong Fitness Magazine. Tell me about this. Was this an amazing experience? How do you feel as a cover girl? And how do we become you? (laughs) Yeah. How do we become a cover girl? All at once. It's funny because I actually get messages like in my DMs from girls like asking me how, like they're like, how how do I get on a magazine? And I'm like, oh my God. Let's start from day one. Yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, they just reached out to me and I've always known Strong Magazine. It's like, apparently it used to be Oxygen Magazine. And then they took over like all of their, I don't know, all the things that it takes to run a magazine. So they turned it into Strong. Um, Yeah, they reached out to me and it was just like, I was really surprised and also obviously very honored and grateful. Yeah. The process, like the actual shoot itself was like any kind of shoot. um, It was like not the kind of shooting that I would normally do. Like whenever I do like any sort of traditional photo shoot, it's usually like running or like lifting weights or things like that. But it was very like posy in front of a white wall. Um, So it was good. It was like actually really easy. The photographer was great. Um, The makeup artist was great. And yeah, it was just like a full day. And then we filmed a workout as well, which is going to be in the magazine. Um, but yeah, it was wow, like, that's amazing. Do you have any so like behind good. the scenes? Um, I always think of like photo shoots, like Kim Kardashian, like shares things about like staring in the mirror or like having little tricks. Do you have like fitness tricks when you're shooting? So like the muscles look flexed and like, like tan, like I know Jacqueline likes to St. Tropez the body for certain photos. I love shoots. a little tan and contour. Uh, <laughs> for sure. I didn't actually, I just said to them, I was like, please make me look a little tan. And I feel like they could have made me look a little bit more tan, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> that do you have any specific like prep stuff like the night before too like do you have like a specific regimen never never I'm like the most last Mm. minute model like I have shown up on set with like without a nude bra without like my the right like seamless underwear like all this stuff and I'm like ooh, I'm so bad at this but so funny I I don't do anything I try not to like make it a bigger deal than what it is because then I feel like it takes me out of my like comfort zone in a way so I just like try to try to show up like any job. Um, and then what was like, oh, in terms of like actually shooting, like while I'm posing, I guess the thing that I always try to think of is like always be moving, like not right. just try to make it like flow and make the positions look natural versus like, huh. Ugh. Yeah. So that you actually feel human. Like there's like air in, you know, in the movement. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. The other thing that I always like to ask them to do is like turn the screen so I can see the shots that are coming out. Yes. So helpful. Because then otherwise, like maybe I'm like doing this terrible pose and I have no idea and I'm just smiling through it. But no, I always ask them to like point the screen towards me. I also feel like nowadays in 2021, are we in 2021? Yes. (laughs) Welcome. In 2021, (laughs) we made it here. Um, We're also aware of our own faces, the poses we like to do because we're so used to shooting content ourselves. So it is so helpful to actually see the images where like 15 years ago, it's like, you don't get to see that. That's for the photographer to do. But it's so interesting to see how the industry's changed and it's helpful for you to be collaborative on set. You know what works best. You're not shooting film anymore. It doesn't have to go to a lab. True. Yeah, True. yeah literally. Um, well, I want to start at the very beginning because you have obviously been working at this career as a fitness creator, but you also have like two businesses on the side. You have Sweat Nation Fitness. You have Ultimate Sweat Away. There's so much going on. So let's start at the beginning. How did you get into the fitness world? How did you become a creator? And then how did that turn into multiple successful businesses? Thanks, girl. Well, I was always really into sports and I was really into fitness. So like making fitness, my full-time job was kind of like a work in progress. Like I was working in insurance like eight hours a day, but like literally writing blog posts while I was supposed to be working about like workouts and like recipes and like body positivity and all that kind of stuff. And so I did that for about four years. And then I quit my job in 2017 and just like started doing fitness full time. Wasn't like a hundred percent sure what that was going to look like. I was making about the same amount of money 
from just like Instagram partnerships as I was in my insurance job. So I was like, okay, let's kind of see how this goes. Um, If in three months I'm like knocking on my neighbor's door to get like a can of beans, (laughs) I can go back to insurance. That's fine. Well, that's the thing. You kind of have to go like balls to the walls all in or else there's like no point. It, that's exactly it. Like I, you can't, or like I couldn't just put like my toe in and just try to make both work. That's what I was doing for like four years. And then I was like, okay, something's got to give. Like I actually give myself fully wholeheartedly to this like passion of mine or I don't. It's so true. There's always that tipping point of like, okay, do I, do I jump into this world or do I stick to where I'm at? And it's that risk kind of versus reward. And it's always uncertain in the moment, but looking back, isn't it so clear to connect the dots and be like, oh, that was the perfect path, the perfect timing. And I wish it was not any other way. Yeah, absolutely. And there's like been times that I kind of said to myself, I was like, man, I should have done this earlier. I should have done it sooner because when I quit my job, I think I was 26. And then around that time, there was like 21 year olds, 22 year olds coming out on Instagram, like huge followings. And I was like, damn it, that should have been me. But then I was like, that's not the way like Instagram was even when I was 21, 22, like it just came out. So I feel like everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Um, And then when I had all this time now on my hands, I like was able to really dedicate myself to what it was I wanted to create. So I created like my first um, membership program or like my first like 30 day program and could really like put my heart and soul into that. And then I was like running outdoor workout classes and I was loving that at the time. And it would just like gave me all this ability to think to myself, like, what do I want to actually create? And because I had like, I didn't have an eight hour job I had to be at, I could actually like follow through on those things. So with like, with all that extra freedom, it just kind of like led me down this path and everything was so organic. Everything was so natural, like ultimate sweat away. For example, I was training my friend. Um, she was like the only person I ever trained. Cause I honestly hate training people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but every time we trained, she works in the travel industry and I obviously worked in the fitness industry and we'd be like, Oh, you're going to be so fun. Like if we could combine these things, And we said that every single day for about a year or like every time we saw each other for a year. And then we finally were like, well, why don't we actually do it? Yeah. What's holding us back. And so that kind of like is how we transitioned or how we created ultimate sweat away. And it just, yeah, it just blew up from there. That's it's always changing in locations, right? Where did it originally start and where have you been? Do you want to share with our audience? Yeah. So we had our first one at the beginning of 2018 in Playa del Carmen in Mexico. It was at Veronica or my partner's, um, the hotel that she works for. Oh, cool. It was such a success. Like we thought it would be good. We, we like, we thought it would be good, but it, we literally blew it out of the water. And I can say that because all these, like the people, the participants who came literally were messaging us and we're like, I will come back to your next one. Like this changed my life. Like do another one. Yeah. So then we ran. How long are they normally? Seven days. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, Hey, let's try to do another one. So we hosted a second one in November, same place, same hotel. So sick. Oh no. The one I'm thinking of is, is this the one you did this year when you went to BC? Nope. That's a different one. Oh, okay. There's just that so one many. amazing. <laughs> Thanks. It, yeah. So we did two in the same location in 2018 and then, oh, sorry, 2019 rather. And then 2020, we had three planned. We had two in Cancun at this like gorgeous boutique hotel. Insane. One in Costa Rica. And we were like selling out. There were so many people signing up. Like Costa Rica oh. wasn't until November. And in like January, we had like eight spots filled. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. And then, and then COVID <laughs> and then COVID. And then I had to like go through the whole process of like refunding so many people oh, coming no. back from the hotels. Like it was, Oh just, no, yeah, that's like a real business owner moment. And I know a lot of people had that in 2020 with COVID and obviously like not, not, you know, being prepared for what was coming, but was there some learnings or key takeaways that, you know, you took away from that experience? Honestly, there wasn't really anything we could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, what I ended up doing is lending money from like born to sweat to pay mm. back ultimate sweat away and right. or pay back those refunds. And like the other option we had was to like take a loan out from the bank to pay it back. And I was like, I'm not right. going to do that. Yeah. But I think the only thing we learned was like, well, we learned two things. One to um, pivot 
which is why we did that camp sweat away. And we were able to have like Canadians come on the trip and still run retreats. I actually like made some money back, which was really, really nice. Yeah, Um, that's great. And then the second thing was just like, you can't take it to heart. Like you can't, Mm -hmm. there's nothing I can do. I'm glad that I can like make these refunds and like get, we can still as a business operate. It's so Um, true. But just like not being hard on yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of stress also because at the end of the day, like we know the customer is always right. And that's a hard position to be in where, you know, you're trying to protect your brand name and all of a sudden the world comes crashing down and you're responsible for making sure everyone else is happy before you can even take care of yourself. That's really, really tough. I also just feel like on a personal level too, like, I mean, I can't imagine the amount of time and prep that you put into it. What does that normally look like? Like, it must be so sad to just be like, these plans just erase, delete. Crumble. Yeah. The amount of time and effort we put into this thing from day one, we're like, why do we do this? Why do we do this? <laughs> Literally. We're doing from day torture. Yeah. Day one till when we actually execute the retreat. So that could be like three months of us being like, why do we do this? It's, it's a lot of work, so much work. It's so much stress. There's so much like emotional roller coasters because you're like, why aren't we selling? Why aren't people signing up? Right. Like, it's, it's literally the worst, but then we run the retreat and then we look at each other and we're like, let's do another this one. This is why. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm sure hearing those like anecdotes from people who have been on it, they're like, yo, this has changed my life, changed my perspective. Like that makes it all worth it. What are the most like rewarding moments of your job, whether it be with the retreat or just personally like training people, even though you hate it, what Mm -hmm. are those moments where you go, this is what I was like meant to do. I'm so grateful. There's so many, like I get so many DMS from people like men and women, which is really, really nice. Um, but like, for example, let's like just bringing it back to ultimate sweat away. Like one of the girls messaged us afterwards and she was like, I broke up with this toxic boyfriend that I was with. Uh-huh. Another girl was like, I quit my job, which I was so unhappy at. I got another job doing like something else. And like, and she was like, they were, they were like, it's all from those workshops that you led at the retreat. And I was like, how, Aww. like, how did it have an impact like that? Like literally changing their life for the better. Like that to me is like still a little bit surreal to know like that. That's incredible. Yeah. But of course- And being able to build confidence in someone to be able to inspire them to go on and make their life better. And I feel like you do that literally every day online. Like that is like, what's so amazing about your profile is like the storytelling because it's honest storytelling about your journey. Have you ever found like being super honest online has- backfired in any way or like have you ever struggled with like just keeping things to yourself like because I know I mean Jack and I are public too like it can be tough it's like you're you're constantly putting energy out to the world yeah I think that I am really good in this job because I am in general a very open and honest person I like to share literally everything like every part of my life I'm like it's an open book so I think in that sense it's like such a good fit career-wise for me um I do find though like these days you have to be so careful like people are so get so offended about the smallest things and now I almost find myself like like second guessing yeah Yeah. that's absolutely like second guessing retreating from what I was going to say because I'm like oh someone will be offended by this one person two people I know and it's like interesting yeah. It's like, now it's another layer of that you have to consider when posting, like you go through your own personal stuff and then you're also like, but everyone else's personal stuff. Yeah. And do you find it inherently being in like the health space and fitness that it becomes more of a touchy, more personal subject right away with people? I find that if I position things like in my own personal experience in like what's happened for me, what I believe, but not necessarily what is what everyone else believes. I think it's a lot easier for me to talk about different subjects because you can't, you can't argue with someone's experience. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so true. So yeah, as long as like, I remember that and like really kind of like stick to that script in a way, I don't find it to be like too bad. Yeah, it is so interesting. And that's very true, especially in 2020. Like we can't please everyone. And as creators, I I saw a few things 
earlier in the year and I thought it was so true like we are not news sources like we do not know everything and and that's just true like we're also just living our lives but in a public way um and yes we should be accountable of course for our opinions but it can be a lot of pressure as well um but to pivot to another another because as you do in your career all the time pivot um so tell me about sweat nation how did sweat nation come about was this after ultimate sweat away um Sweat Nation I've been working on for a long time for like probably about like eight months. Um, So what kind of happened was I had been talking with who is now my business partner with this guy about like setting up some sort of membership program, but wasn't just a platform with workouts. You could also buy fitness equipment. There would Mm -hmm. be other trainers on it. It was like this really big vision and at first I was like a little unsure if it was something that I wanted, wanted to do first, because I was like, do I really want to have a business partner? Like I'm so used to doing everything on my own. Yeah. Um, but then I ran three challenges. I call them challenges. They're just like pretty much like programs that everyone sort of starts together and ends together. I ran three of them back to back. I think the first one I had had like 360 people sign up. The second one had like 400 and then the third one had like 450. It was crazy. So when that happened, I was like, there must be like, there's definitely something to this. Like there's something to be said about creating a program that like people just keep kind of or stay in essentially. So I went back to him and I was like, look, like, this is great. I have all these people who want to keep doing these programs. Like, let's do it. And so this was something we worked on for so long. Like there's so many parts of it that needed to be figured out, like from the branding and the logo, and then like what kind of platform we wanted to use. And then like, what kind of like workouts did we want to do full follow along workouts? And then who was going to be our designer and our web developer? Like crazy. So much. But it really can be so many moving parts. I know. Like, so many it's details. Like when, this is the stuff no one sees behind the scenes. <laughs> well, and I think it's also can be challenging too to like know when is the right time to expand. Like, does your business manager just fall into place because of a conversation or do you go intentionally, okay, it's time. I need help. I can't do everything. Like, it's hard to navigate what is the right choice and what the right timing is. But looking back, I mean, hindsight always is twenty twenty. Yeah. And like I mentioned, I feel like everything for me really kind of happened organically like the sweat nation came up when it was supposed to come up you know this membership platform is like it came at the perfect time because now everybody is working out at home everybody wants to be following videos had I made it two years ago I don't think it would have had that same success because everyone would be at the gym everyone would be in classes so I just think it's like you come up with a vision and like you sit on it and you think about it. And then it's sort of just like, or for me, at least it's just like, it's all about timing and then being like, yes, now is the right time. It's so true. And I think we also have to like trust our instincts and trust the timing of our lives. Like sometimes things don't work out and you have to think maybe there's a reason that didn't work out. And almost always something happens where you're like, oh, that's why that opportunity fell through. Or like, it just all makes sense in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's very cool. And I'm so glad that everything is going so well. So I guess in some ways, 2020 has helped the, the career in some pivots, ways. More pivots. <laughs> I think I was probably one of the lucky people to come out of this um, pandemic, I guess. Like, it's just the nature of my business and then the nature of, like, what fitness suddenly became. Of course. Yeah, 2020, like, obviously so many downsides, so many downsides, but (laughs) trying to look at the positives, it really did help my business grow. It helped me to, like, recognize that there's so much value in working out at home and that, like, creating these follow along videos are things that people actually want to do and things that it's literally been my dream to just film workouts for people to do. And now I'm doing Uh, it. So I've got to tell you at home workouts have like saved my life during the pandemic. And I mean, I say that like, not even lightly, like I think mentally, I mean, we all know fitness is so tied to mental health and being able, even in my small little condo to find adaptable workouts, things like that. And integrating that into my weekly routine, it's like non-negotiable now, especially because we know we're in this for the long game and the long haul. Yeah. I'm curious on like a personal level, what is your typical routine when you're not working or filming a video? What is your pandemic workout tip slash like week look like Mm -hmm. in terms of fitness? 
So I'll just give you kind of like a breakdown of what my day looks like. Typically, um, if I'm not filming, so I'll wake up. I usually, I used to wake up earlier, but now I like, I kind of took away that pressure of waking up so early because I'm like, no one else is fucking waking Same. up. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I love like getting an end of day email at like 10 PM. Now I'm like, okay, we're all just shifting. Yeah, exactly. So I wake up around like 10 to eight. Um, and then I do like all these like different back stretches and like mobility movements that really I need for like different issues that I have with my spine. Um, so I do that. It takes me like 10 minutes. Um, and then I sit down on my couch and I meditate for like 10, 15 minutes. And then I make coffee. This is my favorite part. Then I make coffee. I like yeah. check social media. I try not to check or I don't check social media until I've meditated and done like my stretches. Wow. Oh, you good. are committed. I like that. You are a high level person better yeah. than what I can be. Oh, really? <laughs> oh God. I'm like in that bad habit of yeah. grabbing my phone in my bed, which I, I don't want to be that person, but that's me being honest with myself. I am. Me too. And I actually think I waste a lot of time because I'm that type of person. Like I could be in bed for like 15 minutes longer just because I'm scrolling, which is so bad. So hopefully you'll inspire me and I'll just get out of bed and meditate. <laughs> it's really nice. Like I, if I look at my phone before I do all that stuff, I instantly get mad. I'm just mm. mad. Yeah. yeah. It's like a cloud sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I wait till I've done all my stuff. And then while the coffee is like, um, dripping or whatever, brewing, like, brewing. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. and then I check my phone and it's like, literally I check it for five minutes while the coffee is brewing. And then I grab my coffee. I sit down and I read for half an hour wow. and then, and only then do I start to work. Wow. wow. It's so nice. But did that change in the pan? Like it, that became in the pandemic, right? Like you weren't this committed. She's a beacon of health. I know. Was this already happening before you were like, I mean, I guess you were always working from home. So I was, I was crazier before. Do you want to oh. before? Yeah. Give it to me. Okay. Is it a five? Are you one of those like 5 a.m. every day? No, 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 no. Not that crazy, okay. but crazier. So my before okay. was um, I would wake up maybe like around 7 a.m. instead of like 8 a.m. I would get up, do my stretches, meditate. Then I would write in my journal. And then sometimes if in the summer, I would go for like a 30 minute walk listening to a podcast. Oh, wow. that's pretty good though. That's wow. great. I drank like a liter of water. It was gross. I was like, who am I? Uh. Oh my God. Are you, are you happy? Are, no, I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's amazing. Honestly, I usually feel way happier when I'm treating myself like the temple queen that I want to be. So, you know, <laughs> that's the vibe. I appreciate that so much. So do you have like an evening routine as well? Is there like a cool down option for the evening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the phone gets put away into a vault, wind down, glass of water, yeah. bedtime yoga. Um, well, Okay, so sorry. Actually, actually, I didn't even get through my day. Oh, okay, yeah, was you're just right. Like, you're so right. Like we're only morning. at 10, 10 a.m. Yeah, we're at 10 a.m. So I'll work, like my work at this time is like any videos that need editing or any emails, I'll do. And then I will work out like around 10.30 from like 10.30 mm. to 12, including like tons of like warm up and cooling down and mobility And that's a stuff. personal workout. You're not filming it? That's a personal workout. Do you film it? Okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. An hour and a half. That's also a commitment. Mine are like mm, 20 minutes. <laughs> Let me be clear though. The workout itself is like maybe 40 minutes, but I right. have so many issues with my body that I have to do like all these like mobility things before I can even get into the workout. Right. Right. Well, that's good that you're so aware and you treat your body so well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I want to continue this, I have to. Longevity, baby. Yeah. And then I eat and then I work and then my evening routine is pretty chill. Like we'll sit and watch like a show on Netflix. Mm. And then usually I try to be in bed by like 10 PM. And then I read again for half an hour. This time I read like a fiction book, like a book that is not going to like, like get me all excited and make me be like, I have to write notes or something, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. just like an easy fiction book. And then I go to bed and do the wow. wow. Okay. You are truly everything I want to be in my life. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so serene and just like calm and just uh, so good. I'm curious. You were saying you only check your phone for that like five, 10 minutes when the coffee is dripping, AKA brewing. Um, how do you navigate like dealing with the online comments and pressures? Have you 
like you seem to have very clear boundaries and not let it like override your life or bleed out into other areas. Have you always been that way? Or is that a very conscious effort to not let it overtake too much? I think like when it comes to comments and stuff, I don't really worry too much about that. I used to be really stressed about answering every single DM. And Mm, like, as I'm sure you both know, like your DMs can fill up like that. Yeah. And I mean, don't even talk to me. Mine go on. I am the worst like creator. Like, I think I, I'm not kidding. Like hundreds unread. I feel terrible, but it's like, how impossible. Like I can't please everyone, but you've always replied to me. So that makes me feel really good. (laughs) Yeah. I see a little verification tick. I go, ah, I'm available. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) You're totally kidding. Out of pending. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Um, so yeah, I used to get really stressed out if I couldn't answer everyone. And now I'll like go to my DMS and I'm like, see all the unread messages I'm like it's not like it's not that they I just how do I like say this without sounding like an asshole like it's like they don't deserve like no one deserves my stress yeah (laughs) like you know like I don't deserve to feel all this stress to answer literally a hundred dms so instead of like feeling stressed about it I'm like I don't deserve to feel that so I just I just put it away there it's is so like true. this weird expectation. Like you have to almost be on call and then be providing everyone these personalized fitness plans. And everyone has this expectation that this is all free because we're so used to content is free. Things are on mm-hmm. YouTube for free. So there's this weird expectation. But at the end of the day, if we had no social media, people would be paying you for a, an hour consult, a consultation. Yeah. So it's, it's extremely generous of your time to like go through and do all that. And it is also emotionally draining to be, mm-hmm. and it's also like, we're talking about health. It's so individualized and personal. Like I'm sure mm. there would be a lot of pressures with making sure that you're guiding someone in the right direction. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know how unique. to do it. Well, we talk about all the time, like protecting our energy because we are public and sharing. It's important that like we do protect our mental health and make sure that like we check ourselves first before we check the like 100,000 people that tune into our lives every day. Yeah. I'm super curious to chat more just about like kind of the health and fitness industry in your experience, because I feel like I follow obviously a variety of different people in those spaces. And I hear a lot about there being hardships, being a female in the industry and finding your voice. Have you had any struggles experiencing that? And how do you stand proud and loud with what you have to say and share? It's so interesting. I feel like I've never experienced that. I've never. That's great. Yeah. And I find like, if anyone were to ask me if like fitness is more of a female or male dominated industry, a hands down, I would say female. Hmm. Like I've never felt like the men have more of a say or more pull or more whatever I I feel like it's definitely a women women dominated industry especially because of social media um, yeah you know I've never actually really experienced that and I'm glad that I haven't had to I think there's some really strong females out there who like have so much to say and so much knowledge and so much to share um and so like if their voices get like ampl- amplified and like people are sharing that content like I think that's great I love that. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's so positive. I'm glad. I'm glad that that's been your experience. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of in the tune of like posi, (laughs) wow, if I could speak English, Uh, body positivity, because I think especially in 2021, a lot of people were dealing with like either like weight fluctuations, like we were in quarantine, everyone was kind of like living in this limbo. Um, And you've always been very public about advocating for body positivity and like embracing what you got. I wrote in my little note, cheeky content in a real way, because you had that like amazing photo of you like bare butt jumping off the into the water like speak to that like where do you get that confidence of just like embracing the body you got and being fabulous oh thank you um I think that for me it's all about like that confident comes from confidence comes from the inside and I think the biggest thing is the confidence of knowing that I'm capable of doing whatever I want if I want to go like sprint for a mile I can do that if I want to do pull-ups I can do that if I want to really increase the strength on my squat I can do that and then once you have that internal confidence and like this knowledge that like whatever you put your mind to you can do it it really shines in so many other aspects of your life and I think that like this is something that I'm kind of struggling with right now um because it's like quarantine, because it's not summer, I'm really sort of like snacking and like in the evening, you know, I'm like having chips, I'm having cookies, like I'm just kind of eating whatever I want. Whereas in the summer, I was so like, without even trying, I was eating so healthy. I wasn't snacking. I was like, 
it, it was just so natural for me. I wasn't like, tr like forcing myself to do it. And right now I feel like, but I'm struggling with this mindset. That's like, why can't you put your mind to it? And like, just stick to it. Just say no. Well, the thing is, I was thinking this too. In the summer, I always like go down this dark hole of like going through old tan images of me in like August. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, something has gone wrong. Like I do not look like this right now. But then I remind myself, I'm like, but aren't we like bears and we like hibernate and hibernate we're for the winter? Weather. Yeah, we kind of hibernate. So then I was like, I think I like eat more food because I'm trying to keep myself actually a little chubbier so that I'm warmer when I'm outside. It's survival. Like, I, swear, it's our I swear it's survival. Like I'm, it's cause similar to you. It's not like a mental thing. I'm not purposely in the summer going, I just want watermelon, but it's just like, that's what I crave. But then in the winter, totally. like if it's not a full cake, it's nothing at all. So it's just like, what is happening? <laughs> I think that's gotta be like natural. I feel like that's, that's super common. Like even I find myself in the summer, I bike everywhere. Like I try to not like drive or take TTC or anything. I'll try to bike everywhere. Just naturally. Like also when it's sunny out and gorgeous, you just want to be outside and like enjoying the weather. And I I feel like that fluctuation is normal. And especially in COVID times, it's like, you just can't be hard on yourself. Like, dude, we're going through so much. Like the last thing you need to do is be like shaming yourself for chilling out and, you know, lax and eating mm -hmm. some chips, you know? For sure. For sure. I guess where I was going with that thought though, was that like, when you say that you're going to do something and you stick to it, whether it's like for a week or for a month, it, that also really kind of like builds that self-trust and like self-confidence and so true. normally I'm very good at doing that. And like, I think if I actually had a reason to like stop snacking in the evening, I would probably stick to it. But like, yeah. when I think about it, I'm like, I enjoy a cookie, you know, yeah. I enjoy this chocolate. Like, why would I take that enjoyment away from myself? Just because I feel like I think I need to do it. Well, it's like Marie right. Kondo. If it's spark and joy, keep it around. Like that's what <laughs> I always say. <laughs> I'm like that cookie, it's spark and joy. Exactly. Why cut it out? It's so interesting. Like I find your just approach to life. And I mean, even your career and even the projection of like how your career has taken on such life. It's all been based on like intuition. You just seem so sure of yourself in such a great way. It's so inspiring. Have you always had this like healthy relationship and health, healthy mindset when it comes to fitness and all of this? Like, are you just this balanced, blessed human? Because that's what I'm getting. I'm like, I just, how? Well, this is potty talk and we shit talk ourselves. So basically what Jacqueline is asking is please throw yourself under the bus so that, so that we yeah. know you're human. Like what? <laughs> um, I, okay. Like if we're getting into like the finer details, I would say like, of course I go through my own, my own shit. Like, let's be honest, like I'll smoke a joint and then I eat so much food. Right. Like the next, that night or the next day, I'm like, why did I do that? And then I do it every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sense, Balance. Like, but then, yeah. And like, it's, it all comes down to like, what really matters. So like, I absolutely go through those things that are like, man, I shouldn't have eaten so much, but I can't stop eating. And then the next day I'm like, why did you eat so much? And then, but instead of letting myself sit with that guilt and like anger at myself, I just, I like justify it in a way that actually makes sense and is reasonable. So it, the way I would justify it is like, because you work so hard and like, if you want to smoke weed and relax and then like give yourself that freedom to eat, do it. Do because that. like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know going into it, like, that's what I'm going to do. And I still make that decision. I still make that choice. So the next day I can wake up and I can be mad at myself, but I still made that decision. So why make And also, yeah, life is so short. Like, why are we all out here acting like everything is perfect all the time? Like, what is life without a joint and a glass of wine? Like, just let's not kid ourselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I guess like I, what I want to say is like, I do go through those like feelings of like shame and guilt, but instead mm -hmm. of letting myself like sink into it, I just, I talk myself out of it. Right. Yeah. Let it pass. I love That's that. That's great. I love that mm -hmm. too. We were I just wondering about- Go ahead, Jacqueline. Nah, you take it. You take it. You know what it is? You know what it is? So before I was on another call and I was losing steam. So I chugged an espresso and I'm on like a whole other level. I can tell. Right you, you're I, like I chugged talking faster than I talk. So we've had a few other influencers on. And one of our favorite questions is least favorite and most favorite brand partner. Like when you look back at an old post, you're like, why the F did I work with that brand? And then yeah, the one where you're like, story. oh my God, this was the dream. 
Mm, okay. 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 But don't okay. get yourself fired. Be selective. Like don't, don't, you don't have to say too much, you know? I would have to say, um, oh, okay. Best. I have two. <laughs> First one would be kettle one. Ooh. Vodka. Mm. So easy to work with. They hired me to run a workout class for them. They bought me a cute little outfit that matched the vodka bottle. Wow. Yeah. It it was just like one of those collaborations where it was like, um, I gave them content. They were like, great. And that was that. And I love that. The second I love working with, and they just reached out to me again, which I'm pumped about is Reebok. Mm. Oh, amazing. Again, Reebok. I guess anything fitness related. Yeah. But like specifically them, like, again, I provided them content. They were like, great. We love you. And I was like, this is the best. Can I also get that sports bra? And they're like, I love send that. It along. Yeah. Oh, that's that so good. Okay. What's the horror story? Like we've all had one when you look back and you go, oh my God, I just should have stood my ground. I should have not taken it. Like I can expose myself first. If you want mine was this company called mate fit. I don't even know if it exists anymore, but it was like a protein like powder situation. And it was, was it one of those like skinny tea companies? Kind of like this was a brand deal that yeah, it happened in like 2016. So that really ages me, but it was like probably my second or third partnership ever in life. And I think they were like, Oh my God, here's like a thousand dollars for a photo at the time. I was like, Oh my God, I'm millionaire like I just remember thinking it was like so incredible I couldn't say no and then I was posing with this freaking I don't I can't explain and then Scott Disick was on the same ad and I thought hmm I should have known (laughs) Scott's on it I've made it (laughs) no the opposite that I should not oh at that point I would have been like Scott Disick is also on the campaign (laughs) I mean it's so problematic I think it just like shed light on the fact that I should have not said yes but anyways to you (laughs) to me um so this one actually it's kind of a safe one because they don't exist anymore yeah. <laughs> by a PR firm. So it was this, um, it was this, the concept was a, like a scarf almost that you put around your neck, but it's not a scarf because it has ice in it. So what it was, is like you work out outside and you put this around your neck and it cools you down from those okay. hot, sweaty workouts, but it wasn't ice. It was like synthetic ice. So it wouldn't like melt everywhere. So you have like a okay. snake, like a giant cold no, snake. No, it's basically. not a snake. It's a scarf, oh. like a little, oh, okay. a little scarf thing. So a petite. Okay. So okay. anyway, this guy like hustled me to like work with them. And I was like, sure. I put, pushed them to my agency and like, they handled everything, provided all the content. And I saw they posted, like, I saw like probably like 40 influencers posting with this scarf thing. And so they really put all their money into influencer marketing. And then I remember they bailed on the payments. (gasps) No, they ran out of money because they, I don't think anyone was buying this thing. Is that the only partnership you've ever had that went through and then they didn't pay you for the content? I've had other ones and that's like, that's something else. A I whole other story. Separately. Yeah. But um, this one, yeah. Like actually what ended up happening, I think Shine ended up paying me. So I did get paid, but not by well, them. Well, that's good. But right. Oh, I've had a situation like that. Yeah. They just pieced out. Damn. Honestly, being an entrepreneur, I don't think people realize, especially when you're so multifaceted and you have like five other businesses happening in so many different pockets. The fact that a lot of payments just don't arrive. They might not arrive on time. They might not arrive at all. And it's up to you to be following up and making sure those amounts are right. And I think a lot of people don't often think about that, but it's often such a fight to even just chase for the money that you've been promised and contractually agreed to. Exactly. Which is so fascinating. Damn. What was the snake scarf thing? Good. It was at least a good product. Like I didn't, I didn't use it. Like when I first got it, I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh, in theory, this is so great. This is so smart. I love Mm -hmm. it. But yeah, in reality, when I work out under the sun, I love getting hot. I love getting sweaty. I yeah. down. I want to be like, I want to be boiling. <laughs> like that's yeah. what I'm like. So totally. In like in theory, it was a smart idea, but I didn't. It, wasn't worth it. Yeah. It's hard to like, you honestly can never know if it's going to be a hit or a miss, like dealing with a company, especially if it's your first time. So we've all been there. We all have our potty talk stories around that. And it's just, <laughs> it's a nightmare, but it's also, it's hard because I think it's easy to feel alone, especially when you're dealing with it all alone, but it's so nice to hear other people going through the same shit. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, sad to say it happened, but also it's, it's nice to know that we all have 
bad partners. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, well, it's also lucky. Cause I was just going to say like, do you have plans of like ever moving out of Canada? Like, even though it's amazing to have the Canadian community, have you ever thought about like going to California or like expanding your business there? Cause obviously fitness in like LA is very mm. much a moment. I have no desire to live in the States. Love that. New Me York, neither. I love LA. Canada. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Canada. Absolutely. I've like, both my parents are foreign. Like my mom is from the UK. My dad is from Hong Kong. So I grew up with this like mindset of like independence and travel and like experiencing new cultures. So I like traveled around, not traveled around, but I moved to like different cities until I moved to Toronto. And I've been here since like 2013, 2014. Um, but the thing Adam and I were talking about the other day was moving to like the Virgin Islands or like, so like yeah. the BBIs, Bahamas, Barbados, like anywhere mm -hmm. in that kind of area and like renting a place and then like sailing around and like, just like working remotely that's not here, here. In the winter. I know so that's, I've seen a few creators do that just like kind of pick up and move to Bermuda and like live their life and I, I'm like damn good for you the thing is my boyfriend my Adam he yeah. is a cinematographer so he can't leave because all of his work like he has to physically be there but I'm like yeah. oh I, I could be working remotely from a beach with Jacqueline <laughs> I mean true we could be shooting this on a beach um but Beverly were you gonna say that you'd rather like escape for the winters that's what you'd rather be doing um I think like practically that's the best option I haven't really looked yeah too deeply but I think in terms of like taxes and stuff like that you have to be in Canada for a certain amount of time right um yeah. but like but I like, would be a snowbird yeah, yeah like a retired snowbird at 30 yeah. um, <laughs> that's like definitely on the list like that's what I've been dreaming to do for so long but Adam's job as well up until like this year kept him in an office right. so I think now we have a little bit more flexibility to actually like fulfill that dream and work remotely and like that's exactly what I want to do so that's kind of like hoping like winter 2021 oh my god that's so exciting that would be Ugh. the dream Workout videos on the beach. Yeah, true. Yes. Yeah. A final question before we jump into our favorite game, which is roses and thorns, is where <laughs> do you see yourself in 10 years? We like to ask our guests. 10 years. Five or 10. You're five or 10. Um, okay, five. Obviously, I'll still look the same. Corey, I'm banning you from an espresso before the next time we film. <laughs> five or 10. I, five or 10? Five. Five or 10. <laughs> I let the guests decide. Okay, let's do 10 years because I've never actually considered that. And now's a really good time to kind of like get deep in my head. So um, I picture myself like having a home in Canada, maybe this one, maybe a second home in Canada, who knows? And then a se separate property, like somewhere warm. Oh. And I just hope that like, my dream is that by that point, you know, I'm still working out. I'm still in the fitness industry in some capacity, but I'm no longer like necessarily the face of mm -hmm. or the face of ultimate sweat away. Um, I really want to turn these businesses into businesses that can stand on their own. All I see at the corner of my eyes, Tori, like caffeine. <laughs> caffeine <laughs> nodding. Guys, I'm so I will ban sorry. her next time. Don't worry. You know what it was? I had terrible energy on the last call. And I was like, I just want to bring Beverly some sweet ass energy. And then now I'm like, ah! Yes, tell me more. Tell me more. Yes, tell me so more. Cute. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. And then just like running these businesses that are just like successful, they can run on their own. I'm more behind the scenes. And then just like coming in and out, like whenever they need, like whenever the business needs me. And maybe even like running a different business at that point. So she's a CEO. Absolutely. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like the dream for me. And then being oh, like I love that. a pro sailor at that point. Hey, I didn't, that's yeah, move. actually you guys always are boaters. I forgot to ask you about this. Like in this, like you guys have a boat on the, on the lake, no? Yeah, yeah. We just bought a bigger sailboat at the end wow. of the year last year. Like this thing is big. We have to have you guys on it, by the way. Oh Please my God. Do. I, I've been looking for a friend with a boat and now I've secured our, one. So no, 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 I'm Beth, very you thrilled. <laughs> you don't understand. I think it was our resolution of last year. We were talking about on the podcast. We go, we need to just find a friend with the boat. We must have one friend with the boat somewhere <laughs> yeah, in Lake Ontario. So 
Thank That's you. That's amazing. Was that was that an interest you got into because of Adam, or did you already previously have a love for the the water? The water is my baby. I would live in the water if I could. But sailing was Adam's thing for sure. Aww. He got into it, and I kind of just like was like he fell in love with this. I should probably learn it. And Aww. it's such it's like it's like an escape. You know, it's like you're it's your chance for like freedom basically to go wherever, mm-hmm. to sail wherever. So that's why I love it. Um, but yeah, that's oh, awesome. Just to be outside reconnecting with nature. I'm craving Wait, some you, warmer weather. Can you sleep on yours? Yeah. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> no, because Tori's going to be living in there. Yeah. Because well, I saw this summer, a lot of people were sleeping on theirs and I was like, yo, that's, that's the cheap or maybe not the cheapest rent in Toronto, but I was like, that's legit. Like people live on them. And we I was could like, literally, like if we wanted to, we could have like six people sleep on this boat. That's oh my God. Yeah. And it's Holy fully a sailboat. Is there any, like it's motor? always a sailboat or yeah. Is there any motor to there, like, it has a motor, but oh, it's like, if you're going to work, like go out for a trip, like, unless we're just going to the Island or something, we'll just motor. But if we're actually like going oh. for a sail, you put the sails up and you're just and like, that's when you're fully like manning the, like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Really, like on the side, you get used to it, but it's like the first time you're, like, this is not safe. <laughs> Wait, that <laughs> is amazing. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, oh. man. Okay, summer 2021. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Do you want to take away roses and thorns, Jacko? So what we always like to do at the end of the pod is a little gratitude game. We just love to have a moment to reflect and just put out some good intentions. And I'm sure you're all, you're all about that as well. So we like to do roses and thorns. A thorn is one negative from the day, the last 24 hours we can kind of do. And then two roses, which are two highlights. We do two to outweigh because we want two better ones than Aww. one thorn. And then um, one rosebud, something you're looking forward to. So they can be trivial or kind of top of mind or like very anecdotal, but we hope you're down to play and do a little gratitude. Love that. What should I start okay, cool. with? I mean, we the can thorn. go first. You can go first. Do the thorn though, for sure, to get it out of the way. The thorn in my side, actually, it's just a small thorn, is I went today and I was filming workouts and I realized one of the videos that I filmed was completely out of focus the entire time. No. Yeah. That is the that absolute is my worst. Nightmare. Thank you for, I'm thank sorry. You for understanding. My heart I'm goes so out. Sorry. My condolences. <laughs> you have to fully Jeez. just refilm and scrap it? Yes. Oh God, I'm sorry. That's so annoying. It's okay. Okay, that's definitely a thorn. Like yeah. that is a major thorn. You know what it is? Like something about tech issues in general give me real anger because it's just like not my favorite thing, but it's a part of our job and mm-hmm. just sometimes it's out of your control. That yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's like, I have so much content at this point that it sucks, but it's, it, it is, is what it is. is. Mm-hmm. What about roses? Roses. Okay. My first one would be like all the beautiful sunny days that we've been having. Yes. So many. So insane. It doesn't feel like February. Yeah. It's like cold, but it's sunny. So I'll take it. And then I would say the second rose is just this book that I'm reading is giving me so much. What are you reading right now? It's called where the crawdads sing. Oh my God. Someone just recommended that I read that. We're doing a book club. So I had like tweeted out or posted and so many people came back with that one. It's oh, we so should do that good. next Jack. Okay. Are you done it? I'm almost done it. I'm like flying okay. through it. Like I wish there was another part of the book so I could just keep Aww. reading. <laughs> that's oh my God. Worst. That's amazing. Like when a good book ends, it, that's so sad. I know. It's actually know. on my agenda tonight. We're reading. Um, have you read all the, all the light we cannot see? Yeah, I have. We're, we're on that one for our book club. How do I get to be book part club. of this book club? Oh, you can join. We do Tuesdays. It's our book club. It's like wine and like we just talk with our friends about the book and we have like nice girl chats about our experience reading it. It's fun. You're Around 8 p.m. Join. on a Tuesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just hilarious. Totally, totally side note. Do you guys read on like a Kindle or do you get the book? Physical okay. book. Okay, so I was always a physical book person, but I have an iPad now and I've downloaded all the ebook stuff. So I'm going to try to transition because I just have so many books right now in my house. It's like, it's too much. Oh, what about if you? you? Ever need someone to take them off your hands. I will. Oh, okay. I mean, I love doing like a rotating cycle. So yes, I'm happy to all right, all generously right. pass them along. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love that. Okay. And then the rosebud. So something that I'm looking forward to, I'm like secretly checking my calendar. Um, what do I have to look forward to? Uh, oh God. 
2020 <laughs> is a rough year. We're all like, there's no rosebuds. I'm like, there's wine nothing tonight. to I'm probably going to get wine. No, like, nice. that is a rosebud. That is totally a rosebud. <laughs> it is. I love it. Damn. Tori, do you want to go next? Get some of the hyper energy out? Okay. So a thorn, a thorn of the day. Uh, my thorn today is that... I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have one really. Your low energy meeting? Yeah. You know what? That's good. You actually gave me my own thorn. It was the low energy meeting. I don't like feeling like I'm not bringing my best self to the table. That gives me anger. Um, So thank you and shout out Nespresso. Thank you and shout out Nespresso for this extra boost. I have a live stream in a few, in an hour. So I'm like actually feeling great now. I wasn't ready earlier. Now I'm ready. Uh, So that's the thorn. Rose is, I guess, the, it hasn't happened yet. Maybe Rosebud is the pending live stream. That should be fun. Um, I like to like c- connect with the community. Two roses. Is that what I'm on? Jesus, Tor, this is our game. This is our ending. Two roses, Tor. Get it together. <laughs> okay, rose number one is... <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I don't should I just take this away? <laughs> no, I need to share two roses. It is my own game. Oh, I know Rose. Okay, Adam and I, I've gotten him to restart watching Harry Potter. He's never seen it. Daniel Radcliffe is on my desk, and so it reminded me. That's such she a good me, rose. Yeah, she gave me a frame, Daniel Radcliffe. So he sits there as a reminder for my love. So yes, that is rose number one. Rose number two, um, I think uh, I'm looking forward to Valentine's Day. I think that's going to be a rose, just like a fun little date night in. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I mean that is a rosebud, but we'll we'll let that work, okay? Because we need that to be over. Um, <laughs> okay, definitely a thorn is. Okay, this is going to be very like trivial, but I haven't had a haircut in about a year and a half, and my hair is just so dead. It just like needs a really good trim. So I'm just yeah, that's a thorn. Mm-hmm. Just, I feel like my hair is gross and just long and everywhere. Um, a rose is actually all this chat about fitness. Like I feel very inspired and I'm going to do a workout tonight. So I will be doing a Beverly workout this evening. So thank you for the inspiration and the energy. I just, yeah, I feel ignited. Um, another rose is actually, you know what? So I finished, I had, um, just like a notebook that I was using as kind of like my daily five minute journal, like little gratitude in the morning. And I filled it and I'm onto a new, like fresh book today. So it was like, you know, when you get a brand new journal yeah. and it just yeah, feels that's kind of nice. Like nice. Crispy. Yeah. It was a nice like morning, just starting the new one. And then a rosebud, something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the sailboat in the summer. So I'm I'll stay so tuned. I'm so excited yes. to have you guys on. Yes. Uh, you guys are so and you know. Fun. Yeah, we can get that zesty energy going for you if you need a good. Oh, we know day. Tori's there right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tori's like, okay, yeah. Quickly, I th- I think I was the most sick I had ever been that day, and I did not attend this birthday. But Tori brings up this epic Halloween night every single chance, and I just, oh, yeah, I'm inspired. Well, you missed it. You left the party, and then we ventured mm-hmm. out and and crashed Beverly's party. And it was so fun. Yes, I love that you guys came. That like made my night when you guys showed. Hilarious! Oh my it god, I love just Here's like, hoping that's we what have... I miss. Like post COVID, can't wait for just like a good old night out. For sure, I'm there. A good old hang. Well, I'm counting down the days till we can sweat it out in person and do another like workout class, mm-hmm. another boat hang, another Halloween party, all the things. Mm-hmm. But it's honestly been so reviving to chat to you and just like feel your energy through the computer Aww. screen. And I'm so excited for everyone to watch this. And you're truly just like an inspiration, like genuinely. I just want to be you. I think. Thank you. That's really kind. That's Aww. like too many compliments in one. I don't know how to like. No. It. Well, thank Aww. you well, so thank much. Thank you so much. We know our listeners are going to love this episode. So thank you for being on Potty Talk, the podcast where podcast, we shit talk ourselves. ourselves. I'm Jack. And I'm Tor. And, and that, that was Beverly. Beverly. And, and thank you. <laughs> Thanks, guys.